What's going on, guys? Today's show, kids, we got a great episode for you. We are talking the NFL training camp storylines we look forward to, the Westbrook trade, and we are giving our best big board segment yet, worst takes we've ever heard. So let's go. Welcome to presented by Bad News Media. It is July 17th, and we are getting close to the start of training camp, boys. How are you doing today? Doing well. Thank God we're getting close, because let me tell you, it's a pretty dull time in sports. Oh, this is the worst. This is the dead period. This is that place in The Lion King where you look out, and it's all dark <laughs> and shadowy. It is a desperate, desperate time. I was putting together the rundown today, and I was like, shit, I don't really know what we're going to talk about, because there's not a whole lot going on. There really is not much to talk about, especially last week with, like, I don't watch baseball, but I'll throw a wager here and there, and they're on the all-star break. I'm like, oh, my goodness, nothing is going on right now. Um, I watched Wimbledon. Did you watch Wimbledon at all? Uh, a little bit. I was moving this weekend, which uh, yeah, that takes my a lot of time. Worst, yeah, worst activities in the world. Oh, um, yes. I want to say, like, the first rookies report uh, this week, I think on the 17th. Um, so we are we are getting there. And as so... We got a couple of our uh, favorite to come training camp storylines or storylines that will come out here, or usually come out. I don't know how you want to phrase this, but I got a couple to talk about that I'm already looking forward to that I know are going to happen. My first mm-hmm. happens every year. The NFL quarterback that's finally going to put it all together. This for the past couple of years has been reserved for the Ryan Tannehills of the world who are always injured. We're always just that one season away from putting it together. My pick for that this year, passing the torch, Marcus Mariota. We are going to hear oh, a, I can lot, see that. a lot about how this is the year he can put it all together if he just stays healthy. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll just say the basic things. will be like, this is now his second year in the offense. He knows it like the back <laughs> of his hand. That doesn't mean he's suddenly going to be a really good player. Maybe he will, but that's that's a good candidate. I agree. That's a nice yep. one. Love that storyline. Every year. It's been to Brian historically. Every year. You might be able to fall like a Nick Foles in there. Like this is the season he can put it together. Like he's showing signs in training camp. Go the distance this year. Or my second runner up, Mr. Kirk Cousins. The guy who, if your team is shitty, he's coming and raiding your village. And if your team is awesome, you are taking him to the wood chipper serial killer style. Like it is yeah. one or the other. Can he finally put it together, fit in that offense, get them over the hump? <laughs> Yes, he's a good candidate as well. Yes, and you said it very well. You show him the moment, and he's going to get scared. He's going to run away. He just does not have it in the moment. If there's a playoff spot on the line, and you're playing against a team that's already in the playoffs, that's playing for nothing, Kirk's going to lose anyway. It's happened <laughs> three years in a row to him. So, um, yeah, that, that's what you get with him. And he has the weapons to do it. He has some sick weapons up there. Um, I hope he doesn't, because I don't like him, so he can go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> another storyline I have, I don't know how many you have out there, but I got, I got another one that I, I very much like. The coach that has lo- is losing the locker room. Ooh. This year, it's the Mats. I got Matt Patricia, and I got uh, Matt LaFleur, and Aaron Rodgers going quickly south, <laughs> real quick at the training camp. So I think the Mats this year are going to be our leading candidate to coaches that are losing the locker room early. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good one. Definitely a good one. Um, who's, I think Jake Gruden is honestly a candidate. Uh, 
Uh, That's going to be awesome if we get that on Hard Knocks. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Why well, is it Jay, not John? I think John's. Oh, kinda, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Whoops. I think John's kind of got it You're under control still. I think Jay Gruden could lose control of his locker room. He kind of started to at the end of last year. We got rid of some of those pieces that caused a lot of the noise, but I mean, we still have Josh Norman. We still have players with egos. Trent Williams is holding out. I think Jay, things could go south for Jay pretty quickly. I could see that. Yeah. And you have yeah. a young quarterback, so there's a lot of sensitivity there. Like, is mm-hmm. that situation right? <laughs> so. Yeah, and he was a little – Jay. one issue with Jay was – and he wasn't even – well, he was young, but not a rookie at the time. He was – his criticism of RG3 was, like, way over the top at the media. Yeah. So you do have to wonder if, you know, he learned from that. Hopefully he doesn't do that with Dwight. He's going to be on that category of, like, coaches on the hot seat because there's a, there's a lot of them right now. I mean, just off yeah. the top – head uh dan quinn the falcons if they can't turn that ship around you've got doug marone down in jacksonville sure uh giants yeah yeah Yeah, big time and that gm that's that's another one that you get the storylines of qb battles and camps you got like rosen and fitzpatrick you're gonna have daniel jones and eli for the dumbest face possible contest like the, (laughs) the pictures we're about to get out of the giants training camp are going to be all time of those two idiots sitting on the sidelines. <laughs> oh, it's going to be hysterical. This is two dumbos just looking, just looking completely lost, just zero brain activity. Yeah, yeah that's just like, going to be ridiculous. <laughs> seem like very nice guys, but they look like pure mouth breeders when they get the oh, picture. Just get in that dumb just, look on their face. I just look at them and just like, what numbskulls? Just look at them. Just, I just think of their brains. Like, they just look oh. like big dummies, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So you got those QB battles. You also have like, what the fuck Denver's going to do? Cause they have a QB battle. So hot, hot topic around training camp is QB battles. Cause you got Flacco, Drew Locke. Do you play Drew Locke early? Do you let Flacco go? Who's performing well? Quarterback battles are going to be hot, hot, hot this year. Those will be fun. Um, I always like, I mean, this isn't really like a funny story, but I always like the surprise cuts. Um, oh yeah. Just <laughs> some good veteran that surprisingly is cut. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh shit, dial him up. Like bring him into camp. So yep. I'm always excited to see who is going to be like the surprise cut of camp because there's always someone. Yep, there's always somebody. You're like, it's like a wily veteran or somebody who, mm-hmm. for some team, he'll make sense for, and he'll be a nice little piece to, to put in there. GMs immediately are on the phone. Yeah. Um, you always get that on like not you don't get the surprise cut on hard knocks, but you get that like oh they're priming this guy to get absolutely just ripped to shreds. Like, watch yes. him break down mentally at the end of the show. It's one of the worst parts, but you just know it's coming like a. It was uh, what was that? What was the Rock guy on uh, the Browns one? Oh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Juice, had, uh, Juice, the tight end, yeah, the tight end, right? yeah, tight end. They oh yeah, I mean, they oh. show you his dad. His dad's had like four strokes. He learns about the fourth one. Like his dad just casually says it. He's like, I didn't even know that. And then like you fall in love with the guy and then crush. Hard Knocks is really, I don't know who the talent person is that spots them. Like, oh, this is the guy. It's going to be a good story. Like, let's follow him because he'll get cut at the last minute. But they are all time at that. Yeah, they're like, this guy seems real cool, but he's not very good at football. So they're going to love him, but he's not making this team. <laughs> they're going to keep him around right to the last moment just to get his heart up there. He's sitting around all day and final day, and then his phone rings, and you're all sitting on your couch like, oh. God damn it. Yeah. Now go, here goes rock guy with a dad who's had four uh, heart attacks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Just <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. There's going to be the one, this is the worst storyline that comes out of training camp, that untimely injury to like an all-star or just or a pro bowler. I mean, Uh-oh. that's just like ultimately oh, yeah. 
trust you. Then you start to play the spin game. Like when the season starts to go to shit, you have that like, oh, well, if he hadn't gotten hurt, we'd be fine. You get to ride that train into the next season while the rest of us miserable saps watch our team just get destroyed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I already have my excuse ready. If you run all over the Redskins this year, Ruben Foster. I mean, Ruben yep. Foster's towards – yeah, Pete would have been there. <laughs> next year, next year we're good. We're next set year we're fun. Ruben comes back. We're good to go. He's going to have an AP-like comeback. The knee is going to be stronger than ever. Yep. It's going to be just fine. That's That hope train you get to ride for so long as your team is to down. Yeah, so that's another one that we'll get for sure. Um, and that's those, always bad because it's like the first day of training camp. Oh, oh. someone. I mean, it's someone. You're just like, God. Damn, that's why you wait to do your fancy draft till about September 5th. Damn straight. Yeah. Wait until that last three weeks. Y'all are suckers if you're all drafting before that. I had a friend who had a draft like literally week one. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like the, the Aaron the playing well, non Yeah. <laughs> so that's a that's a good one. Uh, I was trying to think if there were really any others that I was looking forward to. I mean, the hard knocks is going to be great. Team fights are going to be good. Uh, oh, somebody's yeah. gonna... joint joint practice fights. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. That first week where they like they're no longer at camp but they're still in training camp and they sort of get like a little free time, it's something stupid happens. Yeah, It'll be that trouble. Yep, somebody's gonna For get sure. into trouble. Um, They'll probably have an hard knocks. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they put together a solid roster for that. They're definitely the yeah. leading candidates. Sure. Um, I don't know, do you have any other storylines you're looking forward to coming out of training camp? Um. Oh, we, we did, you hit them pretty good, honestly. Yeah, it, it's it's a good time. I'm very I'm very excited. I'm a little sad because when training camp comes around, you can I can feel the Oklahoma drills coming by. Like I still remember high school and middle school first day of pads doing that bad boy. And this year there's oh, no yeah. more Oklahoma drills because the uh, NFL is getting as soft as your Sunday beer shits. It's mm-hmm. uh it's not not great. <laughs> but not great at all. I am for player safety. But that was still one of the all-time drills. And on Hard Knocks, that episode, I still remember the Bengals one where it was like, uh, what was the corner? There was that one corner who was like terrified of doing it and was just trying to like, <laughs> yeah. I remember his name. Uh, <laughs> I, I know was it Terrence? I want to say he played safety for the Cowboys at one point. Um, but yeah, still remember that, all time. So that is sad. RIP the Oklahoma drill this year. Yeah. No more of that. <laughs> You're thinking of Roy Williams, by the way. Uh, yes, I'm thinking of Roy Williams. I don't know yeah. if that was actually him, but that does, yeah, could be him. Right. Like, he doesn't sound like he'd be scared. He, no. he loved the hit. Yeah, he was a bruiser. <laughs> I just can't remember his name. Oh, well. But yeah, yeah that was that was a great all-time hard knocks moment. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. I need football back so bad in my life. I'm like itching. Me too, but I know by like August like 13th, I'm going to be like, God damn it. We, you know, like preseason, like let's wrap this up. Let's go. Like I'm, I hate the four-game preseason. I know it's going to me. I'll make some dumb bet like preseason game, like the uh, Hall of Fame game where it's like, oh, know, yeah, I'm going to make wages. Why <laughs> it's going to be terrible. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. You got a bunch of rookies and second stringers out there. It's like, what? Yeah. they pull the star almost immediately. And then it just goes straight downhill. Don't yeah. take the overs. Go unders. That yeah, type yeah. Of all, all unders for sure. All right. On to some other news in the sporting world, because there was actually a very big trade. Uh, we were all, we weren't, did, we had recorded already. It happened, I think Wednesday or Thursday. I don't know. Woj bombs are always going off this time of year. Oh, yeah. Westbrook for Chris Paul. I literally just started dying laughing when I got that text. Cause what in my mind they essentially did is, Oh, we have a ball hog point guard who has problems with our star and Harden and you guys can't figure out who wants to take the last shot. Let's get a guy who could actually beat 
beat up Harden, like shove him in a locker and put <laughs> him on the court with him and ship Paul off to no man's land in Oklahoma City. <laughs> like, yeah, that that see, my first thought was the end of yours. I know he's probably gonna get traded, but yes, my first thought was wait, Chris Paul was just shipped off to Oklahoma City, his old ass. Like, he's gotta be so pissed right now. But yeah, Westbrook, um, I had said last time I, I thought his best fit was probably Miami. I didn't love his fit on the Rockets, however, I like the Rockets more with Westbrook and Harden than I do with an aging Chris Paul oh, yeah. and James Harden. So I like them more, but I, I think Westbrook would have been. Had a better had a better fit on other teams, but this makes the Rockets better in my opinion, for sure. Oh, I mean, absolutely. these are two, these are two of the past what two MVPs, right? Absolutely. Well, absolutely. Honest, but yeah, but before that, yeah. Dude, Russell Westbrook is a certified baller. Like he is oh, a yeah. huge addition over Chris Paul. It was just funny to me because it's like, oh, here's a guy who loves to get his shots in. You're pairing him with another guy who loves to get his shots in. That was sort of what started to cause the friction in the Chris Paul <laughs> situation. But now instead of an old man who can't really do anything with Harden talk shit to him, Russell Westbrook could shove him into a locker yes, or can. a ball bin. Like, that Russell is- Westbrook does not play any games. Yeah. He's a very serious man. Um, I wonder if his – I don't think – I hope he doesn't care because it shouldn't matter to him. But I do wonder if his um, triple-double streak is going to continue if he plays James Harden. Here's what I will say. The Rockets are going to become a lot more fun because they went from it. They're still going to have that like lean into it, try to get fouled game. But Russell Westbrook doesn't play that game. He plays yeah. up driving as hard as I can. He plays a fullback style game on a basketball court and just goes a million miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, a million miles an hour. If yeah. you're Chris Paul, I'm assuming he's going to get traded. But like if you don't, do you just have to, I feel like you just have to quit. Like I would not be playing a season in Oklahoma City after like what my career has been. <laughs> Yeah, playing in Oklahoma City with what they are now, oh my god, that sounds like the worst possible scenario. You can literally put someone, yes. like, you put them in Oklahoma City, like, you're not even putting them in, in a, like, a desirable location, and you're also giving them nothing, and you're 34 years old and often injured. It sounds terrible. It sounds <laughs> However, over the next three years, he's due $120 million, so I'd probably stick it out. Yes. Um, yeah. There are the rumors. Uh, Miami's a rumor. If he got shipped off to Miami, obviously that would be perfect for him. Yeah. Um, but, Not a bad place to retire. Retire. Yeah. And you'd play with Jimmy, so you have, you know, you have someone else that's decent. You'll go to the playoffs, yeah. you know what I mean? So hopefully that ends up happening for him because I really don't want to see Chris Paul just fade away in Oklahoma City by himself. If you're an Oklahoma City fan too, that is so depressing because like you went from a team that yeah. had Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden, to eventually just Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, to Russell Westbrook, Paul George, to just Russell Westbrook, and now just Chris Paul. Like, that is a steep decline of just talent. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. That's really, yeah. <laughs> it's, you had, like, three, probably, they're all top five players. They might yeah. be the three best players. You know, Jonas is in there, too, Kawhi, but I mean, I mean, dude. <laughs> Three top six NBA players. Like, could you imagine being an Oklahoma City fan just, like, at the beginning of that? Like, oh, we're easily going to start winning some ships. And then you come to nowadays, and all you got is a lonely Chris Paul and Steve Adams. Like, (laughs) that's about as bad as it gets. That Um, is terrible. Also, RIP that state those State Farm commercials. I mean that that's going to be an epic split. But I feel bad for the whatever that agent is. I only remember Jake from State Farm. I don't know what the other guy's name is from the Office. But uh, those would those were good commercials. For yeah, sure. RIP to those. But yeah, that was really all I had on those trades. It's going to be interesting. Houston Rockets are definitely going to be more fun to watch. The and I also just 
on a random side note, because I was just thinking, Chris Paul went from very good player in New Orleans. You had him on the Clippers, which should have been a good team. Like when that team got assembled with him, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan. Is it DeAndre? Yeah. Yep. That looked like a menacing team. Nothing really happened there. You send him to Houston. That looked like a menacing team. Nothing really happened there. I mean, he was a great player, but his legacy is a uh, it's a tough one to, to swallow when you look at what didn't happen. It really is. Like he's never really competed, to be honest. And he always gets hurt in the playoffs. Yep. So, yeah. It's tough. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Very tough. All right, moving on. We have got ourselves what I think to be one of our best big board segments. Mm-hmm. We are doing your top three either takes you've made or takes you've heard that have been absolute garbage. The worst takes that you've ever heard or made yourself. Would you like to go first or would you like me to go first here, sir? I'll, I'll go first. Um, All right. I, I feel like I need – I can't just have a bunch of takes that someone else had. I got to at least you know indict myself a little bit. This um, is fair. I – this is a terrible because he was a number one pick, but I really thought Jameis Winston was going to be like top five, top seven, like really effing good quarterback. Like I really thought <laughs> I, I, was, I was a fan of him in college and I was just like, wow, the Bucks just got just like one of the best quarterbacks that's come out like in a, in, in a while. Like I thought he was going to be a stud. Instead, he's been a bottom five quarterback and is probably going to be holding a clipboard on team. Uh, I would agree with that. And in your defense, we've both made bad takes about each other's team's quarterbacks because I texted you after Robert Griffin III got drafted, and I was like, oh, I think you guys won the Andrew Luck-Robert Griffin III draft. (laughs) (laughs) That did not exactly turn out. It didn't pan out too well. Yeah, that's not on my list, but, like, fair enough. We both made some bad assessments about quarterbacks on each other's teams. But, yeah, Jameis, uh, that's not a great one. My uh, number three, I have a little bit of a recency bias to my list, except for the one that I am on here eventually, as you will hear. I got to pull this up because this is great. This, I was going to do a grouping, but I didn't think it was fair. It was basically everybody who made a take about um, like the U.S. women's team, other than like, wow, they were dominant. They were awesome to watch. If you were one of those people that were nitpicking them or being negative about their win, you suck as a sports fan. Agreed. But my, my all-time favorite was, and this is – we stick to po- or we don't stick to politics here. We stick to sports, but we are going to dive a little bit because when you come into our lane, you're going to get hit. Um, ben Shapiro has been all over the place on this women's team, nitpicking them. My favorite all-time bad take. This is a perfectly lovely tweet by President Obama. Very, very nice. Just a simple proud to rep America's best team. Congrats at U.S. Women's National Team, and thanks for being such a strong inspiration for women and girls and everybody all across the country. Fine tweet. Nice congratulations. The kind of yeah. tweet every one of us should have had. That team made us feel proud. They absolutely dominated in the world stage. Ben Shapiro decided to chime in with a simple asterisk. America's best female soccer team. Bro, enjoy the moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, calm down here. That team, well, yes, I understand you can't like compare them to men's sports and everything. It's still incredible when you think they never trailed. They broke the record for goals. They beat the second, third, and fourth place teams along with a host slash favorite. That is an insane run. Like, they are right now the most dominant team the U.S. has until the men's basketball team. But <laughs> Correct. Like, <laughs> yeah. calm down. Like, I want to take Ben Shapiro. You know what? I'm taking your sports card away. You're no longer allowed to talk sports or watch sports. <laughs> I agree. That's, that's a ridiculous comment to make. Like, wow. 
why put down why put down such a, an awesome moment? Yeah, and he's been all over. Yeah, he's been talking about how they couldn't beat a men's high school team. Like he is all over the place on them. Like I get they dipped into the politics a little bit, but like let's just chill out. They're a phenomenal team. Mm-hmm. All right, so that was my number three. Okay, um, my number two. This comes from an ESPN NFL Nation reporter. Um, his name's Jordan. I, I may get his name wrong. Um, Renan, R-A-A-N-A-N. Um, this is an NBA take, so clearly he doesn't cover the NBA. Notice I said NFL. Um, <laughs> he <laughs> tweeted back in 2013 when the Cavaliers drafted Anthony Bennett. Love Anthony Bennett. Best player in the NBA draft. Cavs agree. Love it. <laughs> Anthony Bennett then went on to average like 2.1 points as a rookie. He got shipped off, averaged like 1.2, 1.3. Like he's never averaged more than like four points in a season. And I think the Cavs just re-signed him. But that is a poor, poor take on what might be like he might be the biggest bust in NBA draft history. For he's reason. close up there. Like yeah. everyone like named Kwame Brown and stuff, but like he had like seasons where he averaged ten points. I mean, <laughs> yeah, to Greg, average two points. Greg Olson would be up there for me, I think, too. But yeah, also it's he's definitely yeah. within the conversation of worse. Not Greg Olson, um, Greg, Greg Oden. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, even Greg Oden, like I don't, I think he averaged more than two points. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, he had a better career for sure. Like that's crazy. <laughs> he's up there. Yeah, so that's that a is, miss. That's a bad. Yeah, that's a big. Big time miss. This is just, it's recency bias, yes, but Max Kellerman's Brady falling off a cliff. That was one, of, and then the man goes on to win the Super Bowl. Here's the thing. Until it happens, let's stop making these comments about Tom Brady falling. They're the same thing with Drew Brees. Don't anticipate these legendary figures within the game, especially Tom Brady, arguably the greatest quarterback ever. I put him there. Some people will have a different argument. Whatever. We're not doing that here. Yeah. But insane at the time. I know it was probably to get some viewership and stuff, but still just an insane take at the time. Agreed. I think when you have this conversation, you kind of have to bring up that take because it was just so ridiculous. Like, yeah. You can't just not bring up what Max Kellerman said. It's just so ridiculous. You have to like bring it up. because What an idiot. Yeah. I want to do the whole like Brady takes in general, just like anytime people were talking about him, like getting old or falling off a cliff, but obviously. Yeah. Just like, wait for it. Don't just like say, Oh, yeah. it's going to happen. So you can come back and say, it's going to happen. Yeah, like, be like, oh, I was go, the first come back and say, oh, I said it. It's like, yeah, well, no shit. Like, that's like saying someone's gonna die. Well, yeah, we all die. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Tom Brady eventually is not gonna be good at football. <laughs> nope, you can't true. play until he dies. I mean, eventually, it's gonna happen. Yep, very true. All right, yeah. that was my my second one. All right, um, my number one here. Um, there's just a lot that fall into this person's category, but just as a person, as a category, Levar Ball. <laughs> Barball has said so many ridiculous things but I think the most ridiculous thing and I understand why he says it to get notoriety to make money off of it and shit go for it I don't blame him but um, Lavar Ball claiming he would beat Michael Jordan in one on one quote no question <laughs> it's just I mean come on like just of all the most ridiculous things he's said um, that's probably number one um and just, you know, saying that his brand was going to, you know, beat Nike, beat Under Armour, all that stuff when his brand is now, like, going bankrupt and his his business partner is, like, going to jail. Um, yes. It's kind of sad. Uh, I think it's kind of put an overcast over his son's career, who I think is a fine player. And 
you know, hopefully his dad now can shut up. So yeah, Lamar Ball. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that is a strong number one contender. I think I'm going to beat you with mine. But one quick thing on Lamar, we mentioned it when uh, the Ball kid got tra- uh, traded to New Orleans. He does it does suck because he is a good player. I think can't shoot the basketball, but hey, Ben Simmons just got paid 170 million dollars on his contract. He can't yeah. shoot the basketball, so if you can get to the rim and be an athletic player and a good defensive player, you can make some money in this this league. All right, my number one, gonna go hands up on this one. <laughs> so uh, I have what I am considering the official worst take ever uttered in the history of sports. My defense, I was about 16 at the time, I think, dumb, <laughs> young, and you know what else. Um, <laughs> I made the take. I believe this was at the lunch table and you were there in like high school. I legitimately believed that the 0-16 Detroit Lions could beat by a college team. You know what that college team was? I don't remember. It wasn't Alabama. It wasn't the Florida was. team. It was the 0-9 Texas Longhorns who ended up losing <laughs> the Rose Bowl to Alabama. It was... So bad. In my defense, Colt McCoy got hurt in that national championship game, and they still competed very well. But still, I dead serious. You were dead serious. I mean, was like not doing this for a show. Was a hundred percent thinking, yeah, they could beat they could beat the Detroit Lions, that 0-16 team the year before. Was who was the 0-9 team? I made this like mid 2009 yeah. season when the Texas Longhorns were starting to rip off some games. So. <laughs> I, yeah. I remember this day. You were dead serious. This like conversation slash argument, I think, like continued like through texting into the evening. Like, I was, <laughs> this is most, these are professionals. <laughs> no way. Like, oh, I you were dead serious. Oh, it was. We were so, up. Yeah, it carried <laughs> on for like a while too. Like, <laughs> it definitely carried on that night, and then it got brought up quite a few times for weeks <laughs> to come. It was. It is the all-time worst take. That's ever been an issue, I think, in the history of the world. It but hey, it, it is poor. There is no chance, any, especially in football, that a college team would ever beat an NFL team. But yeah, that was that was the worst take I have ever heard <laughs> or made or or been associated with in any any other way. Me too. Me yeah. too, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Disclosure. <laughs> My he Rafa did forget the uh, name of the team I that did. I had, but I did say you can't take it as your number one. Otherwise, it probably would have ended up on your, your big board as well. Oh, 100%. So, That's yeah. why I asked you. I was like, are you bringing this up? Because uh, it was oh, yeah. going to be on my list. It was bad. It was definitely <laughs> I had a few that uh, almost made the cut. Like I had, I didn't want to go like too bad because I, I wasn't, I tried to keep it to things I've heard. So I wasn't going to do like the um, Hitler thinking one of his white men could beat Jesse Owens in the Olympics or uh, I had a, I had a buddy who wants dead serious. And some people might not think this is a hot take, but my draw dropped to the floor when I heard it, <laughs> I had a buddy tell me that if we transported Colin Kaepernick back to Mike, the start of Michael Vick's career and they played the same years that he would be better than Michael Vick. No chance. Not a chance. Not a chance in hell. No, and that was Michael an argument was... that carried on for months. <laughs> Michael Vick was electric back yeah. then. Um, he, was like the fast, he was like one of the fastest players, if not the fastest player in the fucking league at one yeah. point. Michael Vick was ridiculous that with, was his, my number with his legs. Yeah. Dude, he was the best athlete on the field at all time. Oh, like, yeah. I he mean, may not have... Like, Colin Kaepernick was never even the best player on the field. Michael Vick was the best 
athlete. Yeah. Not the best player, but definitely the best athlete. He was terrifying. Yes, he was yeah. absolutely terrifying. It was like third and 16. If you were playing Michael Vick, you'd be like, well, fuck. I mean, he, he might run for it. I mean, like, yeah. you, like it's just ridiculous. Yeah, he yeah. is electric. Um, I had a friend one time that tried to tell me that Des Bryant was better than Antonio Brown. That was pretty poor. <laughs> Des Bryant was a really good player, but, I mean, Antonio Brown, like. He's um, a mutual friend of ours. Was it wasn't a great friend. take. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best take. I mean, we all made mistakes, but that, that was a bad one. Um, yeah. I don't have a lot of room to t- talk with my my bad take. But yeah, that was that was bad. I, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna like say I, I don't make bad takes. I, maybe I just don't try to like say anything. I try to like be very safe with my words. <laughs> I don't know. I but, definitely missed on Jameis. I've definitely said some dumb things about the Caps in the past for sure. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I when you're in this game and you're you're a sports fan, it's it's coming <laughs> like freight train down the tracks. It's just how yeah, bad I made some very. Very foolish Redskin predictions. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done it, too. <laughs> How bad is it going to get? What was I just going to say, too, about that? Oh. Um, I was convinced that. RG3 was going to come back in 2013 and be, like, the same player. That yeah. was <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'd be fine. I was like, hey, towards ACL, that's routine now. I mean, no, he was not the same player. <laughs> I do remember that. Yep. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. I had something, and then I lost in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's our, our big board uh, for this week. Any uh, final thoughts before we wrap this up? Uh, nothing really. Uh, it's really hot here. Is it, is it hot over in your state? Hot in Cincinnati, yeah. I oh, moved man. on Saturday. It was about 98 degrees, and oh, it was miserable. Absolutely <laughs> miserable. So bring on the football, bring on the colder weather. Let's go. Hell yes. My final thought, only because I forgot to bring this up last week. I don't know if you saw this. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Jones had a fight uh, two weekends ago against uh, – can't pronounce his right first name. I almost said right name. Dantio uh, Santos, whatever. We're just going to go with Santos. They're like that friends, dude, right? What? They're like friends, right? Yeah, that's not the part that's insane here. Mm-hmm. This man fought on a torn ACL, MCL, PLC, and meniscus and was still throwing that leg as an actual <laughs> weapon. <laughs> insane. What an absolute maniac. That is a savage, toughest human, I think, Absolutely. Out He's got the Thor tattoo on his chest. I mean, he fought, too, pretty well. On, it's, and not even what I saw on Twitter, a lot of people thought he won. Yeah, I thought there was a chance that he could pull off. Like, I, I didn't think it was, like, a great chance, but I was like, who knows? Somebody could score this fight in his favor. One judge did score in his favor. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he was fighting on that and still throwing that leg effectively. I mean, that's... Such so, an insane thing I've ever heard. I mean, if this country needs anything done, any sort of secret operation, just put that maniac involved. Just get him involved. Let him do it. I mean, that guy's just a nut job. That's ridiculous. He deserves a, uh, a rematch against John Jones when he's healthy, but insane. So I did see that. I forgot to bring it up last week. It was on my notes. I just skipped right over it. So that's my final. That's that's nuts. I mean, yeah, Savage nuts. of the week goes out to you, man. All righty. <laughs> um, that's all I got. We will talk to you next week. And peace. Later. Oh, oh.